Get up with Christian Bodge. On the Mid North Coast's hit. Happy Thursday, Christian Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. A little bit wet out there, parts of the Mid North Coast still. So if you're driving around at this time of the morning, make sure. Not only do you have your headlights on, and I say that, Christy, because there are a couple of people that did not have their headlights on this morning. It was very scary. Me. In the no. dark while you're driving to work at this yeah, time of morning. Yeah, no, I was coming around a, a roundabout. I saw two with their lights off. They must have thought it was a well-lit area and they didn't need it. No, I guess what it is is because you could blame the dashes on most modern cars because the dashboard lights up. So to uh, them, it looks like the lights are on. And because there's so many street lights. Well... I'm not defending them, though. If the police did see them, they would get no, pulled over. Uh, so. and, and also, because the roads are still a little bit wet, make sure you're driving a little more to the, the conditions as well. It's one of those mornings. But um, loads to get stuck into. Also, today we continue on our call for an animal call. Your chance to win a, uh, a family pass to the Billabong Zoo. Yeah, so uh, if you do hear an animal call... As in an animal sound this morning. You've got to be calling 13, 12, 16. But the first caller through and you'll win yourself that family pass to Billabong Zoo. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Hey, you got to feel for some of the police and the excuses that they get thrown at them when they pull people over. Why? I mean, I, I, I like it on RBT when there's always a, a good story behind it. Oh, I know. And they always have the ultimate excuses. And I know when you've, you've been pulled over before and say you mm. weren't doing anything wrong, you, you just automatically think, oh, what's my excuse for this? Like, <laughs> you have to have a reason because the police do ask you. The first thing they say to you is, do you know why I pulled you over today? And you go, yep, I did this. Or and they go, what was your reasoning for speeding? A little bit of weed does come out sometimes. <laughs> you go, oh. But then they, they, they just they rock up and they've got the thing that you suck on or blow on or whatever it is. And they just say, um, <clears throat> can you blow on this for a bit? I go, yes, sir, I will blow on that for you. And then I go on my merry way when it reads negative. Mm-hmm. And you feel so chuffed with yourself. I feel you good. you panic anyway. You don't, I haven't been drinking, but what if I blow over? There, there is that weird, it's like, <laughs> it's similar to when you know you've got money and you use FPOS and it's it's taken a while and you're like, hang on, is this going to decline? <laughs> you know there's money in there. It's the same as, yeah, it's exactly the same. You go, yep. I haven't drunk anything tonight. Why is that thing taking too long? And you think about the police officers and how they've got to use instinct as well to determine whether or not this is a fib. Oh. And there was an instance in uh, Biloela in Queensland where a bloke got pulled over and uh, you'd question whether or not it was true. Oh, God. And I just started to break, and the more I moved my legs, the more... Because it's pretty big. It yeah, started yeah, to wrap yeah. around me, and then its head just started striking at the chair. Jimmy told police he used a seatbelt and a work knife to fight off the snake. Believing he'd been bitten, he was on his way to hospital. Yeah, that's right. He's got the snake in the tray. He's uh, pretty panicky. He's conscious and breathing at the moment, but I um, need QAS here immediately if we can. Paramedics confirmed he was suffering shock but wasn't bitten. Yeah, it was pretty bloody um, terrifying. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. No, no, I'd, I would be too. Yeah, I've never been so happy to see red and blue lights. So basically, he was done by police for speeding. Yeah, so he was on a highway, on Dawson Highway in uh, central Queensland, uh, doing 123 down a 100km zone oh, and gets pulled over. And right. the first thing is, I've been bitten by a snake, I've been bitten by a brown snake, it's in the back of the tray. And the police officer, you can tell by the sound of his voice at the start, he goes, and, oh. is it, is it? And then walks around, because they've got dash cam, so this is all being filmed. He's got dash cam, uh, not dash cam, um, chest cam. The body cam, the yeah. The body cam, and he goes, oh, that one, and there's this big brown snake in the back of the tray. And you do question, you do question, well, hang on, if 
He was just warding off a snake yeah. whilst driving. How did he get in the in the in the back of the Ute? Well, that's the first question I've got. What did, did he? My thought is he's driving along, and he's wrestled the snake, and with one hand he's picked it up and thrown it out the window, but it's managed to land in the back tray <laughs> no. by pure chance. <laughs> you cannot do that whilst driving along a highway. No, I'd say what's happened is he's he's warded it off, pull, and while doing that, he's pulled over, mm. thrown in the back of the tray is, is proof. It's proof there was a snake and to show his mates and brag that he, he, he's killed uh, the snake. And um, he's – because he, when you fear that you've been bitten by a snake, what's the first thing you want to do? You know, try and rush to hospital. So that's why he was caught speeding. He was rushing to hospital. Well, the, the first thing I do is I think you've got to put pressure on it or something, don't you? I don't know. I should know more about this. My, my best friend's dad, he is a, a specialist when it comes to snake venom. Like, he's world-renowned. Wow. So I should know more about this. I, I pestered him when I was younger, just like – what about this? What about this? Yeah. What about this snake? Would this one kill me? <laughs> and look, it, it probably is the worst thing to be doing is to be moving your arms because you're right. You're meant to put pressure on it, use a little stick and then mm. uh, wrap it around with That's the bandage right. and don't move it because the more you move, you, you, you're letting the venom go through the, the blood system. So you're not meant yeah. to do that. But it's the most Aussiest thing to say to a copper. And in actual fact, he got away with it. He didn't get the fine. No. They obviously felt for him. But he did get to hospital uh, and they found out that he didn't... Um, get bitten. Mm. He was just suffering from shock. Yeah. And you can see it in his eyes, Bodge. Don't, no, don't fight it off and say that this is fake. Uh, I, I, you can I, see that he's genuinely can fearful you? for no, his life. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I grew up in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. Lying is like second nature to everyone. Don't believe a sob story. I reckon what happened was he found a dead snake and thought, oh, you beauty, there's my golden ticket for a little speed speed. He's gone speeding. He's been picked <laughs> up and he goes, oh, Oh, officer! Oh, oh, I'm glad you're here. Oh, I've never been so happy to see blue and red lights, like he said at the end there. Oh, there was this snake, and it was terrible. And I'm I'm just driving off. I think I've been bitten. You know, if you've been bitten, yeah, but you know, if you've been bitten, when it's striking at you, yeah, he's probably feeling maybe it's uh, mouth hit, but not the the nah. actual teeth. You never know. Don't. Uh, nah. He's talking crap. No, I I'm I'm with the police the, and the body the body it. the body cam um sort of footage was pretty good though. Mm. Like, you know, have you have you ever been recorded? Has like, uh, an officer ever said you're being recorded on body cam? Uh, no. I, well, I, I don't get pulled over. I, well, I've been recorded before, and a police officer multiple times um had to tell me that I was being recorded, and it involved the prime minister. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you, for those that don't know, it happened while I was uh, here on the Mid-North Coast. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. I did have a run-in with the law. Um, was it about a year or so ago? It would have been about a year ago. When did Scott Morrison come to the Mid-North Coast? Would have been mm, about... I think you're about right. Yeah, it would have been about... Oh, maybe a year, a year to a year and a half. Who knows? Time's flying. I know. And... Um, he came to see all the old people on the Mid-North Coast, okay, because it was an election year. Mm. And he wanted to – he was talking about franking credits and all that sort of stuff and trying to just reassure all the rich old people that live on the Mid-North Coast that their money was going to be fine. Didn't give a stuff about anyone else, obviously. But I thought, you know what? Prime Minister's here. Um, I'm going to have a bit of fun. Oh, you're so, going to go try and find him, well, were I, you? I wanted, well, I knew where he was, and his media guy told me where he was going to be and said, yeah, come and have a, uh, say hello and whatever else. So um, Cass was doing the show with me at mm. the time, and her and I went with Caleb, our old intern, to um, a, a venue in Port Macquarie to go and see the Prime Minister. Yeah. Now, 
I wanted to unite the haves with the have-nots this election. That was my big thing. Those that have with those that have yeah. not. I wanted to unite them. And I thought, what can I give Scott Morrison that I've got that he doesn't got? I thought, how do, I, how do I show him the message? So I thought, I've got quite a lot of hair. Haven't I? I've got a lot of body hair. You didn't. Yeah, and he, doesn't, he didn't have a lot of hair. He's, quite, he's bald on top. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. But I thought, what I'll do is I will... Uh, create for him a, a a hair piece out of my body hair that he can wear because I thought he's gone up against Bill Shorten who's got a, nearly a full head of hair it's receding quite a lot but it's more hair than he's got I thought maybe that will be the difference in the election how do I not remember this do you not remember I it? do not remember this you didn't you must have walked around the office and showed oh it was a bad day <laughs> it was a bad day how did you go putting all your, well, you your body hair together well you, <laughs> Well, we didn't have any glue. I asked around for some glue. I had lubricant, would you believe, in my top drawer at work. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. Yep. It would just happen to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I need to make a cap shape with something. I need some material. So I took some bubble wrap and turned it into, it kind of looked like a uh, bubble wrap um, swimming cap. <laughs> yeah. And then I just had to stick the hair on top of that and voila, <laughs> you know, a wig. So um, what I did was I sprinkled my hair all over it with the lube on it, and it stuck perfect. It was yeah. great. So I walked into um, this venue with a luby hat <laughs> ready to give to the Prime Minister, <laughs> and it was terribly made. Um, and then I was I was stopped very quickly. Yep. Stopped very quickly before I even entered the room that he was in. Security and guards or not, police well, officers? This is where it gets strange. So first off, it was plain clothes officers of some kind. Yeah. And they were like, excuse me, sir. And they're like, they're talking to each other. They've just, no, no, they're saying anything to me now. Then there was police officers and then there was security guards who were there as kind of just back up. They were just there because they were there. And then the uh, the police officer says, um, just so you know, sir, you're being recorded on uh, body cams. And I'm like, what for? And they're like, what have you got there? And I was like, uh, it is a uh, cap of sorts. And they're like, you can't take that in. I was like, why not? And they're yeah. like, well, you can't take that in. And I'm like... It's because he's bald, isn't it? No. And then they're like, no, you can't take it in. Uh, you're not allowed in. And then, in they're, and then they're, they're doing the thing where they put their palm at you and they, they, they make it look like they're, they're trying to um, uh, de, um, de-escalate a situation. And I'm like, hang on a second. And it worked. I took the bait. I absolutely took the bait. I was like, hold on a second. I'm not angry in the slightest. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm, just, I, I, I'm here. If you talk to the guy, the media guy, I'm here to see Scotty. So Scott Morrison's men are also there, his special guards or whatever, and they're they're talking, they're having conversations like, Yeah, no, you're not you're not going up there and I'm like, Why not? Yeah, you're not going up there and they wouldn't give me an answer and I'm like, Okay. Well, this is why no one vi- uh, votes for Scott Morrison. He won in the end. He won the election, obviously, but I was like I was furious. I'm like, Why we have put aside our day to come here. I bought him a present. Why can't I give him my present? And then I was thinking about it and it was not it was about three weeks after Fraser Anning had been egged. No. So they must have been on high alert. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. It was a bit of fun. You've walked in holding a little, like, rat thing in your hand. Yeah, And of fine. course they're going to go, well, who knows what that's made out of. So what? It could be a terrorist for all we know. Well, I mean, Malcolm Turnbull comes to the mid-north coast. He didn't mind having a laugh. And he's a tiny little alien-looking fella. Did you bring him a gift? Yep. What'd you give him? Sandwich. Because <laughs> he, was, he wasn't there for the buffet. He you had to do a meeting. No, I took him a ham cheese sandwich. He loved it. He ate it before he went and talked to the rest of the media. 
He's like, ah, oh, I've got to go and see the wolves now. And then he went out there and he's like chuckling to himself. I'm like, yes, Mr. Prime Minister, it's very funny. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Now, very important to know, I didn't get arrested, just so you know. A fresh way to get up. Christian Bodge on Hit FM. Live TV's always fun, isn't it? Oh, Live yeah. TV's always fun, especially when uh, there's a reporter or something on the street somewhere and they're doing a little story and... Um, it w- and you can't stop all those weirdos you that are can't. standing in the background and they're just standing there waving. You're like, please what, move away. What it does, though, is it, it shows the resilience and the professionalism of the journo mm. um, or you know presenter who is out there. And one that went viral yesterday it was in regards to the um, the border at Albury and Wodonga. <laughs> and it's just gone absolutely viral. You've probably seen this around. Have a go of this. Me personally, I don't well, work. Not really good. Sir, I don't really give a f- Okay, good. You know, I'm in lockdown. Yeah. Now, what do you reckon? Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Mate, mate, I live here, and you try to lock me out of Wally and Albury? How am I supposed to get a Centrelink? You know, no, that's what I'm really wanting to worry about, you know? You know? VB in hand as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, mate, of course I do. Well, where else would I go? Now, where, where do I go? No, there's not. No, that's very bad, eh? So, uh, you tell that to Channel 9. What are you? Channel 7? 8? 10? 12? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know which channel it well, is. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think he stopped to ask. He just wandered on up. Yeah. He's got his VB in his hand, so he's drinking in public, which I think is already a no-no in that area. And uh, to be fair, that whole area, that Albury-Wodonga area, is a very, very... Um, strange place in terms of the borders right there. A lot of people that work in Albury live in Wodonga and vice versa. Yeah, see, I don't understand that. I guess it must, it might be similar to Tweed Heads versus Coolangatta. Exactly the, the, the same. Queensland exactly. border and the New South Wales yeah. border. But I feel like both of them are hubs and they'd have a Centrelink in Tweed Heads and a Centrelink maybe uh, um, the, the, the northern, the southern part no. of Queensland. But is that what Wodonga and... Um, What's it called? Albury. Dr. Albury. Yeah. Um, for the Queensland New South Wales border, do they not have? Is it kind of like a, a city hub that is uh, cut in half by yeah, a border? Kind of by the by the river, actually. Yeah, so, right. um, so my my girlfriend, I was worried she was Victorian when she said that she was born mm, in Albury. I remember this. But the um, the 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 hospital, lucky for me, is actually on the New South Wales side <laughs> and not on the Victorian side. <laughs> So that's why I think there's a few more Victorians in the uh, less Victorians in the world than there are New South Welshmen. So that's um, that's gone viral for all kinds of right reasons. And we've had the guy earlier on this morning with the the brown snake in the back of his tray, which is the most Aussie thing to have that excuse given to a well, hopper that you were bitten by a brown snake. Oh, but not only that, he warded off the snake with it with a knife that was in his car in the seatbelt buckle. Yeah, and now you've got <laughs> this bloke who's and it, literally just yesterday as well. Um, he's just, he's angry about it, and he's just said, how am I going to get the Centrelink? So clearly he can't even get the Centrelink. Yeah. He can get the bottle shop, he had a VB <laughs> in his hand. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Telly's really hot now. Bachelor in Paradise is come being, uh, coming back, rather. Which we know, and, um, um, local Port Macquarie girl, Brittany Hockley, who was yep. in um, Nick Cummins, uh, the 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 Honey Badgers um, Bachelor Oh, the flop series. season. The flop season <laughs> the when nothing she, happened. Well, her and um, Sophie ended up being the, the top two contenders to end up with the Honey Badger. I think and she got lucky. Either. I think she got lucky. Yeah. I think like, it's 
better not to end up with him. I used to think he was all right. Now I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. But reality TV, I mean, you and I have both put our names up for it at some point or another. Uh, like, still, we can't I'm knock still, it too much. I'm still in the process of applying for Big Brother. I got to the part where it like asked all these questions about yourself, and I'm like, oh. yeah, I'll come back to that when I've got yeah. time. So who knows? I may even just um, give up. But you can actually apply for another TV show. I'm not surprised. Have you, have you heard of a, a one that's uh, where you're going to get your kid off? What's it called? <laughs> Naked Attraction. Um, oh, it's a new look, not TV that, I haven't show heard of that where one. they are hunting for new singles. What I know cha- you're not single, though, what so you channel? can't actually apply for it. Uh, channel 4. What's that? Don't know. I think oh, it's the UK. UK. Yeah, it's a UK channel. So, well, the, the, the SBS did one uh, about four or five years ago that I applied for, and they didn't It's not me- called Undressed, was it? It was called Undress. I was um, a coordinator in the background of that. There you go. You could have seen me, Willie. No. Um, but the thing is, is that I decided um, that I would I would go for this one over the other ones. There was a lot of other options. And then I got a call saying, look, we'd like to set up a Skype interview with you. And I thought, okay, this is good. And they're like, you know, we think um, it was a little bit funny, your application, and we're looking for people with a sense of humor. I'm like, cool. That's all I've got. And they're like, Okay. So I did a Skype interview with this woman, mm. and funnily enough, she's still a Skype contact. So maybe I'll talk to her down the track. But um, I was wearing a dressing gown because I knew at some point they would say, look, we need you to get undressed, <laughs> but just down to your pants. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Uh, I said, look, you know, um, we talked for a bit. You know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like uh, interview sort of, um, what's that stuff you're meant to do before you do the business <laughs> foreplay. Oh, right. oh, an interview like, foreplay. It was kind of like interview foreplay, <laughs> for want of a better phrase. And um, then she said, right, okay, uh, so take your robe off. I'm like, all right, you asked for it. Mm-hmm. And what I'd done is, because she cracked up laughing, I'd taken a Sharpie and I'd drawn a six-pack on. <laughs> and I said, look, it's the best I can do for you. And she said, no, that's that's very funny. But and, why didn't you get a look in? Uh, uh, well, I did. This is the thing, you see. Um, I was all ready to go, and they were all happy about it, and then I lost my job. This is when I was living in Tamworth, mm. doing radio in Tamworth. They were all excited because, oh, it's a radio announcer that wants to do it, and, you know, I was one of those people like, oh, I'll do anything to get famous. Now I don't care. Yeah. Um, and that's why you see people in the media get into these shows. Um, and then I lost my job, and then I had to let them know, look, um, my address is changing. I'll be going back to Adelaide. Within 24 hours, I got an email back saying, um, unfortunately, um, you've been deemed not, um, what's the word? It, I, I got told that basically I wasn't diverse enough was the word. Yes. They said I wasn't diverse. I was like, what, am I not black or what? What are you saying? Turned out that um, being unemployed was not diverse enough. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was a really hard pill to swallow. There was a lot of mixed characters in there. Yeah. And in terms of getting your kid off, you would just go down to your underwear and exactly. they would sit you on a um, a bed and we'd all be behind closed curtains. Oh. And there's a big TV screen in front of them. Yeah, that's right, and, yeah. And uh, all the producers in the um, control room would be uh, – it, it was great. It was the coolest thing being the, the fly on the wall in the background and having conversations about, oh – they're real awkward there. Let's make them touch because they're not getting close together. So, so you the, would, the TV prompter would be like, all right, now tickle each other's backs. So, so you and I may have been in the same yeah, workplace together, but in a different very capacity. awkward. I would have seen you with your kid off and I would have been sitting there. Well, not, not, not everything, though. <laughs> no, you would have been down to your knickers. Yeah, Let's my, just my say knickers, those, yeah. studio, those studio lights are... Uh, 
kind of show a little I, bit of everything. Well, I tell you right now, I, I would have worn me tightest budgie smugglers <laughs> just to show it all off. I mean, there's no, there's, there's not much else going on, but you know, <clears throat> but yeah, I didn't get involved. Obviously, would I do it now? No, of course I wouldn't. Even if you're I was too, single, you're, you're even if I was single, I would, no, even if I was single, I wouldn't do it. I think it's terrible. I think I dodged a bullet not getting undressed in front of the whole country because that show was, it was like made fun of. You know, it was a good show though. Yeah, it was a it good was show. It was a good show, and you'd have been great talent for it—not <laughs> for your looks, but just just the. Oh, cheers! Oh, cheers! Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Yesterday, uh, we played a kind of a flatulence game. The flatulence game is basically where, um, Christy, you have to listen to three different farts. Yep. From Fluffs. different. Fluffies. From different celebrities, and you have to try and identify that celebrity via the sound of their foofy. And I was so very good yesterday that I could pick the two out of the three farts. I knew uh, Whoopi Goldberg's. I was, yeah. I knew Hillary Clinton's. Very good. But I didn't pick Tay Tay. Well, the, do you know what? I will pass that anyway because there was a lot of people around it. It was at a music awards festival. There's a lot of sounds going around. It's very hard to even hear the foofy. So, um, foofy. what I've done today is I've got three more farts. Okay, yeah. and what, but the, I've changed it a little bit. What I need you to do now is identify which one is my fart of these celebrities. Your popcorns that you call, and it smells like popcorns in here. You know, you do let one rip uh, quite regularly here in the studio, so Sometimes, I should be yeah, able to know. You should know what yours sounds like because exactly. I hear it a lot. That's right, and uh, it's not so much of a popcorny sort of smell. It's it's almost like an <laughs> almond. No, um, no, no. It is. It smells like wet dog. It doesn't smell. I come sm- back into the studio once I've left and I go, did you let one go? No. I'm like, it stinks in here. And then maybe no. 15 minutes later you go, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. Yes, you I did. I don't think I'll do that to you. Look, look I'm going to play all three of the fart sounds, right? Mm-hmm. And I need you to try and decipher which one is mine of the three, okay? And they're mm-hmm. all very different sounding. So here we go. Here is fart number one. So just drink that one in. <laughs> it's wet. Yep. Here is fart number two. <laughs> so that's a that's an interesting one. That one sort of starts, stops, yeah. and then it comes into a sort of it a... It almost sounds like a, a, yeah. a two-stroke uh, motorbike. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. And here is the third one. So very different farts. <laughs> very good quality oh, audio here. That's right, yeah. Are you, are you sure yours is in there? Caught, yeah, it is in there. All right, do you need to hear any of them yeah, can again? Yeah, can we go all three again? All right, so number one, number two, number three. All right, now, it's a very difficult one, I understand, but you need to now pick A, B, or C, which one um, you think. Um, in fact, let's change it up a bit. What? Let's change it up a bit. <clears throat> no, no, no. If the idea is that I've got to pick yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but but, but what, I, what, I, um, what I thought we might do is is we go from C to A and pick whether or not you think it's the the, um, the newsreader slash journalist or celebrity or me. So which one Which one do you think was me? So a part of me reckons you might be C, um, right. but mm. the A one, the first one, that sounds more like what you drop here all the time mm, okay. with the, the little... Right. Okay. Well, they are little sometimes, yeah. you know. So t- talk me through the rest of your thought process. So, so you- the the middle one sounds too um, hard pushed, as in it came out uh, quite forced. No, I don't think so. Uh, it's very musical. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, it's a good one. 
Um, the, the first one is a bit wet and it's got a little bit of a rumble, which sounds like yours. Yeah, okay. Yep, because it does normally sound what's coming out. Mind you, though, if you've, you've put your phone to record this closer, it sounds very different up close than it would it's from true. across the studio. Very true. And, yeah, the last one to me, um, I think it could, could be you. Um, however, I just think it's a little bit too, um, yeah, not quite what you normally <laughs> put down. Yeah, all right. So what are we going? We're going, uh, going one, two, or three. One. You're going number one. So this is the one you think is me. Yep. That one. All right. Well, I can tell you, Christy Dixon, that all three of those were me. <laughs> and yesterday, yesterday I spent all day eating different kinds of food, different cheese toasties, different baked beans, all things like that, just to try and get a different... <laughs> Variety of farts into this for you. Don't tell me I haven't got range. Do you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Clearly have range. I've that, got that a lot middle of range. One, uh, you got problems, mate. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid North Coast Hit FM. When you get into a relationship, I don't know if you can remember back to the dawn of time when you and Michael got back together. How long have you been together? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, almost eight years. Can uh, you believe it? Yeah, no. I'm still it, on the hunt for that ring. You know. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> it's one of those things though where I think. There are people that um, are quite nervous about what they like and what they, um, you know, are really passionate about and whether or not their new significant other is going to get involved in that. And you don't want to have them fibbing to tell you that they like something that you like just so you can uh, make yeah. sure that the, the relationship does blossom because often you do tell little white lies just yeah. so you go, oh, no, this I is like true. the same thing as you. Yeah, I listen to that. Yeah, and um, the interesting thing is, is that... Um, not only do I expect everyone has seen Star Wars. Right? Oh, like you expect me to. I'm, like, I'm not your girlfriend. You don't need to tell me what to watch. Yeah, but the the thing is, is that regardless of whether or not you've seen it, everyone kind of knows one of the, I think it must be the greatest ever twists in any film saga ever. And it's this scene here. It's uh, it's very famous. If you haven't seen it, well, I mean, you've had 40 years to watch it. So, so you're spoiling it right I'm now. I'm spoiling it now, okay? If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. So, obviously, quite an emotionally charged scene. You just mm. found out you've had your, your ass handed to you by your father um, and his lightsaber Naturally. and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. But that that is one of the biggest twists in, in movie history, obviously. And um, When you first watched it, though, yeah. did you predict that that was going to be the outcome? No, because I was about six. <laughs> I was about six and I was like... <gasps> That's his dad. Oh, my God. So, um, <clears throat> Alicia and I were watching it because I found out she'd never seen Star Wars. And I'm like, do you, know, do you know anything about it? She goes, no. I, I know that there's a dark Vader in there. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is perfect. <laughs> I finally have an opportunity to see someone's first reaction. Cause I, and I can't wait to do it, you know, one day down the with track. Babies. doesn't matter. No, shut up. Look at like, it. No, it's, I mean, it's with living nieces by... and nephews and things like that, obviously. No, it's living vicariously through uh, new, fresh eyes. And you yeah. kept going on about it yesterday. You were so ecstatic well, about well, showing Alicia and you were like, oh, well, she's going to do this amazing reaction. We're like, I don't think you're going to get what you think 
you're going to get out of it. Most guys would be happy at the fact hearing that their partner is willing to sit and watch Star Wars because there's at least three films that you're going to show them, regardless if you want to show them the, the other the prequels and the sequels. The original trilogy, the ones that you want people to see. You do so, realise that we only do it just to please you, though. Yeah, it's not don't care. for our own doesn't, it's, it's, It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it doesn't matter. So uh, as long as we get you to watch it, we're happy. Um, bucket list item ticked off. And uh, so she wanted to watch it, and I thought, okay, cool. She enjoyed the first film. That is episode four, Hang on. New Hope. You didn't just watch one. How many did you watch? Well, no, we watched one on Sunday night. Yeah. And then last night we watched Empire Strikes Back, which is the fifth one, which is where that scene comes from. Right. And it was it was interesting because um, we were sitting there and I had the little camera set up. <laughs> she, you know, she didn't know what I was doing, but the you camera the camera know. was set up. I thought, how often do you actually get to see in this day and age, forty years after the film? And it's the same with multiple other films when you get to see someone's reaction to something for the first time and they go, "What? That's his dad." And um, she sat there silently, and I was just sitting there kind of going, say something, say something, say something in my mind. And I was like, huh. And she went, hmm. And I went, so did you did you know that he was um, Luke's dad? And she goes, and I, I, it's so weird hearing this perspective. She goes, well, I mean, it's not true. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean it's not true? And she goes, I think he's just doing that to make him angry. It's not true. He's lying to him. And I said, no, he's not lying to him. And she goes, I think you're lying to me now because you don't want me to know the truth that he's not his dad. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> this is far more complicated than it's meant to be. She didn't react at all because she thought it was a lie. And I was looking. Here you are sitting there staring, at, staring out of the whole time, not even watching the movie, just waiting for a reaction. I, I sat there and I looked at the video back. I thought maybe there's like a glimmer in her eyes that I can sort of highlight where she's like, <gasps> In her eyes, but there was nothing, no movement, nothing. And then you see my eyes just roll to the back of my head like, oh, God, what a waste of time. I mean, she still watched the film. I can't believe you sat there and wound the tape back on the GoPro just to watch <laughs> her reactions again for the second time round. Do you have a life? Yeah, I've got a life, but it's just one of those things. And 13, 12, 16, I know that I know for a fact that there are people in the same boat as me because we've had people on the line before. In about a year ago, we talked about um, films that um, you've been made to watch by your partner as mm. kind of uh, like, you know, you need to watch this or we're not going to work sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that's true. It's an absolute thing. And Star Wars did come up, and I said that we would try and do a Star Wars night where we could get listeners uh, and their partners who don't want to watch it would trick them into coming so that they have to watch it. <laughs> so maybe we look into that again. We've still got the last one to watch, Return of the Jedi, so we'll probably watch that. So now you can't break up with time. Alicia because she has watched your favourite She enjoyed it as well. Time. No, she, she didn't. She, she was like, oh, you're lying to me. This is fake. Yeah, but she still enjoyed it. She just, you know, doesn't react <laughs> the way I thought she would. Another prerequisite in Bodger's relationship, you must watch my favourite movies and you must react. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. Lights, Christian Barge on Hit FM and cameras. It's Barge in a movie. Action! Right, let's get stuck into this. I will come clean. It is, it is one we've done before, but uh, you, you ran out of time to do. If you? the computer hadn't have crashed on me, oh. I would have made a brand new one. That's all right. We love old favourites. Bring it back. It's a bit of fun, anyway. All right, let's play. Here we go. Here is today's movie. I can't believe it. Fresh wild greens, Frank. 
Where did you ever? Uh, I said we'd be eating a lot healthier. We're having a lot less meat now. We're going to have a little bit of salad. <gasps> a dandelion. I thought the frost wiped them all out. Well, they might all be gone. This is like, this is just for you because you're my best mate and you got me through some hard times. So uh, this is for you. Oh, it makes me so... Oh, I want to... Oh, yuck. <laughs> this has definitely not been my day. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying, buddy? Oh, what a mess. Hey, you rhinos, you know, you have really tiny brains. Did you know that? No, it's just a fact. No offense. Well, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yummo. <laughs> a dandelion. Must be the last one of the season. Mm. 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 Why would you do that? That's the last dandelion. Easy, Frank. Don't tell me to take it easy, Carl. Oh, oh, my mistake, fellas. My mistake. I mean, I, let me, let me, let me get up. Let me... No, no, seriously. I, let me, let me take care of this. I, what, 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 what is this? Pine cones. Oh my goodness, they're my favorite. Mm, delicious. Oh, uh, that's uh, a good eating. But don't let me hide them all up. Oh no, here you have some. It's tasty, isn't it? Bon appetit. So there's uh, there's today's movie. Oh, it's my favorite and movie. Pine cones. I, I heard something else as well. I don't know what the I don't know what it was. I don't know what's going on there. Oh. Oh. Oh, gosh. Here we go. We've got a two-in-one here. That was uh, different to the movie. Golly. No, 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 no. There's no. so many phone calls coming through right now. <laughs> All right, we'll take one of them to air. Hello, good morning. Who we got there? Uh, Sean, mate. Sean. Where are you calling from, Sean? Uh, Paul McGuire, mate. All right. Now, the movie that we just played. It was Ice Age. Yeah, well done. Uh, to, to be fair, I have played it before, but computer buggered up, so I and play an old one. Sean, did you notice the sneaky other thing that was in there? Yeah, it was a rhino snorting. What? Uh, what? The <laughs> rhino, <laughs> the rhino snorting. We will take that. Um, have it you, was have an you got kids? Pardon? Have you got kids? Yeah, I've got a two-year-old. Oh, okay. Do they like animals? Yes, she does. All right. Well, nice. it, very, very funny that that's happened because. Um, we, we weren't meant to be doing it just there, but the, the animal noise just popped up. We're giving away a, a family pass to Billabong Zoo. Yeah, so Sean, congratulations. Yeah. You can now take your lovely two-year-old off to the zoo. Awesome. Thank you very much. No, that's all right. You, all won't, you won't be hearing a rhino snorting there, though. You'll be hearing a crocodile like uh, Big Shrek that was yeah, the audio yeah. that we are playing just there. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Shrek the monster croc, <laughs> mate. He's huge. Sean, stand the line. We'll grab your details in just a sec and uh, no, have no a great day, okay? Thank you very much. There Thanks, you dude. go. There, I wasn't expecting that. Out of nowhere, we did say the animal noise would play out of nowhere. It could be in a song, in an ad break, wherever. And it just decided it was going to pop up there. So, uh, well done to Sean. And uh, we'll be doing that again tomorrow at some stage as well. Yeah, all animal calls this week will be popping up somewhere for your chance to win a family pass to be the ones. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. And, Lee, we've been talking about movies, of course. Movies where the the ending has been uh, spoiled for you, mm. and it, it's been it's been ruined, and you don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. Sporting events and things like that, yeah. um, and then you've obviously you're a sports man. You don't yeah. like the ending of sports ruined, do you? Yeah, for me, it's more so sport than movies. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'll, I'll often not be able to watch a Formula One race because I have to come in early here. Yeah. So instead, um, I'll try and avoid the spoilers. But if I see the spoilers, I might not want to actually watch it. The reason spoilers are terrible is because everyone likes a good surprise. They do and like surprises. Good surprises, right? 
good surprises are ones where um, you're not expecting something to happen, and then all of a sudden something happens, oh, and then you, you realise that you've got <laughs> no con- go. <laughs> control over your family being <laughs> brought what, into what the studio. Is this? Uh, yeah, the first time that your Victorian family were here on the Mid North Coast that we could actually get them here in the studio, and we thought, yeah, we're taking oh. a big risk as well. You don't know what you're going to get with my mob. I'm, I'm South Australian, <laughs> so I'm scared I'm going to get lynched. <laughs> we all know about the, you know, get him. the problem, you know. It's like Queensland and New South Wales. Like, I, I'm feeling like I'm outnumbered now. Oh, we are definitely outnumbered. There's more Victorians in here, which yeah. um, you guys are very lucky that you've walked in when you have because the borders were closed Tuesday night. So so who have we got? Come up to the There's, yeah, one, to the there's microphone. one microphone. You can share it if you wish. It's on. Who, who have we got? So you got your mum, Lee, uh, Valerie. Get as close as you can to it. Won't bite you. Okay. Hasn't got COVID. All right. So your mum. Northway. We're from northeast Victoria. <laughs> right. Which is um, sixty kilometres from the border. Yep. So we're well out of the way. Okay. And what's what's your name, sir? George. 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 George, George Jollo. All That's right. Now, right. Lee. Lee has been our, our esteemed newsreader for a long time, and um, we've slowly been chipping away at his mm-hmm. credibility with things like fake news. Done well. Um, You've done well. You're getting yeah. there. You, you've been here long enough to know that that microphone needs to be dead square so that we can hear you, Lee. Don't try and pull away. He's trying to get out of this. But the one thing that run. Lee does really well is keep his private life very private. Even, like, on air is un- understandable, but the fact is that well, he doesn't like to reveal too much to us about him. And I got a good taste of the real him the other day when I saw you guys in Kmart when yeah, I was shopping. And I was like, hang on, up. since when does he wear, like, skater-looking gear where he's oh, got a, a bat? <laughs> A cap back backwards on his head. Yeah, like this is a different kind of Lee. Yeah, I, I was, I was when you were telling me all this. I'm like, you didn't see Lee. You saw someone else. <laughs> so um, we thought, you know what? This is an opportunity to to find Christy out more thought, about Lee. About Christy no, don't, 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 don't throw me Christy, in. We're, we're we? both we're both in this. Oh, you've pulled a swift one. Well oh, done. Oh, so we're who, just who, trying who, to find out okay, more well, about Lee. We've got the parentals here, but we've also got a couple of others here. Who are you? Come up to the microphone. Let us uh, let us chat to you as well, Claire. Hey, Claire. Claire. who are you to Lee? Oh, I'm his sister. Oh, You're his sister. Okay. Okay, Sorry, I thought enough. you were his girlfriend and the other day yeah. when we saw you. <laughs> that was awkward. That was awkward, yeah. And uh, what's your name? I'm Jesse, and I'm his brother. Right. Je- oh, so you're younger? the one that wears the caps backwards, and that he inspire. <laughs> he wants to be you. Clearly, no, I see. he idolizes you because Jesse's cool, and I'm not. So oh, I learn Lee. From him. I understand. <laughs> now, he's a filthy Hawthorne supporter. Tell oh, me, we all are. We all are. All right, there yeah. we go. Um, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Yeah. I think we probably turn the microphones off now, to be honest with you, Christy. <laughs> I've got to put up with an NRL. One of my employees goes for Cronulla. I, I don't follow NRL. I don't know anything about it. My, my South Australian. Where I work. I'm an Adelaide Crow, so right. we've got, yeah, we got some dramas there. So a bit of a problem there. Now, this is where it gets a bit awkward because Christy, Christy had some questions. Yes. About Lee, because Chris, this is the thing. Christy, I like that you just say it's just me. I'm what, sure you want to know a little bit no, more no, no, about no, no, Lee no. too. I, I do and I don't. I do and I don't. Look, Christy represents the women of the world that would be fantastic detectives. Do you know what I mean? They go, they scoop, uh, scoop out all the details that they've got, mm-hmm. and then they go snooping for more. So that's why your family's here today, Lee, and that's why we're running late for the news. But no one cares. Mm-hmm. We don't care. They want to know more care. about our newsreader, Lee Jolo. Yeah, so, so it's time to uh, pry some information out of your parents right. right now. Are you prepared for this, Lee? I don't know. Are they prepared? Oh, oh, right. Possibly. Who knows? Valerie. Maybe they don't even have any juicy goss on you at right. all. Well, okay. Uh, Valerie, first off, um, how long has Lee been single? How long has Lee been single? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Is oh, yeah. he still single? Is the question. Has he got a lovely lady? Don't, 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 don't. Not He's at giving the her the nod. Listen, look, we don't know what went on for four years at uni. So, oh, all right. Okay, Valerie. Okay, fair enough. Has he ever brought a girlfriend home for you guys to meet? No. Really? Okay. That's okay. That's okay. I haven't done the same either. So I you don't let anyone meet my mum. <laughs> so you haven't had a long-term relationship. What? Really? No. What? No, not, not during school year, that's for sure. Right. Okay. He looks so nervous. Sorry, Lee. Well, why do you think the microphone's getting further <laughs> and further away from him? Now, George, um, what do you think uh, makes Lee so appealing to women out oh, there? God. Why should Come they, on, um, they date your, your son? <laughs> uh, well, he's a perfect son, for starters. Yep. He's got a path and he's stuck to it. Um, yep. So he's in for the long haul. Yeah. He takes after his old man. We do things once and it's done right. This is true. Okay. D- does anyone know where the nickname Yeto comes from? Yes, no, is that just one you've come up with? That's the only question I had. That's the only question. I don't even what, know that. What is it? Your family, I, I, I love that you're all here, but not one of you is actually like, oh, we've got headphones on. You've got headphones on, Lee. You know for a fact that the microphones are strategically placed now. I don't know how they've done it, but you, you are nowhere near on mic, so we can't hear anything. We can't get any kind of uh, juicy goss out of you either. I'm just going to come around. Gonna... What, what are you doing? Because he knows how. <laughs> what are you He's talking to my family, not talking to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wouldn't be interesting if we didn't have something from you as well. Come on, pal. All right, what? So, uh, well, Christy had a, a plethora of questions this morning, and now I think she's too embarrassed to ask them. Oh, you, so you, now you want me to ask Lee? Go. No, so let me, let me ask Valerie this. The article, do you have a copy of the, the article that he appeared in with, in Focus magazine? where he was one of the hottest bachelors on the middle. Oh. I did see it. Yeah, I did see it. And what did you think of some of the questions that were in there? Do you recall some of the answers? Yeah, they were fine. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were fine as well. I thought they were fine. I think he got asked the same questions as everyone else. And does he talk about that much? Does he go... Ah, oh, you know what? I was the hottest bachelor on the Mid-North Coast. Yeah, they didn't ask me to do it. They asked Lee. No, I think that was all a bit of a, that was kind of all of a bit of a joke for Lee, to be honest. No. Yeah, no. he just, he kind of went along with it. He got landed in that and, yeah, he went along with it. Mm, well, we, we've been in touch with uh, Wynn and Channel 10 and we're trying to get Lee to be the next bachelor. They've pretty much said <laughs> they've already got the next one lined up. But, you know, 2022, maybe. Bachelor, would you would you join me in that? Yeah. You don't have much faith in me to, to sort of lock down a girlfriend between now and then. <laughs> That's her, mate. No, no, I got no, all the I'm, faith I'm, in the I'm world sure, in your power. I'm sure he will. Now, the last and the most important question: Who does he talk about most between uh, Bodge and I? Does he say mm. he has a favourite? Mm. <laughs> like who he prefers? Oh, she's looking around for, for answers from other people now. <laughs> Lee. I reckon, well, uh, uh, no, no, no. different depending on who we're talking about. My oh. mum probably likes Christy. Oh. My brother reckons Bodge oh. is a cool oh. bloke. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh. All right, okay. Well, I mean, I don't. my pride doesn't need this. Yeah. I, look, you've just given the verdict of what your family thinks of us. Yeah. But family, what do you think Lee thinks of us? That's an interesting one. No, I just no, mean okay, like, no, who okay. does he Damn talk now. about most? It is getting deep and meaningful, isn't it? it? I think Lee loves you guys, to be honest. Of he does. I think he's very happy. Yeah, you know, we had a romantic date the other night. We watched the what, football together. We did. No, we did. We watched the football and we had pizza and we had Coke out of wine glasses. Oh, but I interrupted in that studio. with my Dr. Harry TV yeah, show, too. We, we had to put that on mute so that we could watch Christy on Dr. Harry. Neither of us wanted to do it. My team wasn't even playing. And I was sitting there going, I don't even know if I really care about Christy's dog. I hear enough about it day to day. So he was, he was very upset having to listen to it. 
No, oh, George, no, George, right. you wanted to. Well, I agree totally. Yeah, now see, there we go. <laughs> I mean, it's about a dog. Yeah, no one cares about the dog. All right, let, let's get into news. Yeah, it got. I think I think you lost your bottle with that uh, one, Christy. Yeah, I've got nervous. His whole family's here, and I didn't want to make him feel bad. But yeah, maybe I think they did. did have I some think you managed goals. to do that anyway. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from six on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM.